Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. The thing that kind of got us talking this morning, which I imagine bugged Landfill because we forgot to put our headphones on and we were just talking ball, but uh, the Niners decide to get rid of Steve Wilkes. Yeah. Um, Seems you know, like a scapegoat type situation to do me. Do you think it is? Bro, you give up 19 points to the Kansas City Chiefs in a regulation. In regulation. And you had multiple opportunities to score offensively, and you don't. And then you let a guy go. Listen, I know they're saying that, well, it just didn't work out. No, you just didn't make me look good enough. That's what I think. Yeah, I mean, if you look at the Niners over the course of the season, they were third defensively in points allowed, eighth in yards allowed, um, generated the fifth most turnovers in the league. Um, I, I don't know, man. If you watch the Super Bowl, I don't know that their defense was the problem. I, I think you could look at, honestly, the way they were getting gashed in the run game against the Packers and the Lions, I think might be a problem. Um, I just, it, that seems like a pretty damn convenient. Like, oh, we lost. I got to do something. Um, doesn't it? <laughs> but But think about it. You can dislike the way it looks, but we didn't win in the Super Bowl, and I'm making changes. How many times we didn't win in regular season for four or five games in a row and no changes were made? I at least like the fact that they're saying, you know what, we got to get better. Although you damn near perfect, you have to get better. You know, I I, I at least like that situation, that part of it. Yeah, you know what was funny is I saw this um, – Calvin Watkins has covered – I want to say it was Calvin Watkins. Maybe it was somebody else. It was a, a tweet last night that kind of went viral um, on the decision to get rid of Wilkes. And it was just like, if you look at everything that happened with the Niners in that Super Bowl, I mean, to me, I, the biggest stuff I would point to outside of Kyle's decision to take the football in overtime, mm-hmm. like the only decision-making thing I saw that – is really questionable anyway, was the decision to take the football in overtime. How about the uh, three three-and-outs in a row when you're not running the football when you have been gashing? Them? Sure. You but know, that, that goes down. They hadn't run well. the ball that – I mean, CMC was still under four yards per carry. But, like, the two biggest plays, the blocked extra point and the muff punt. Yeah. Like, that's not on coaching, either of those. You know no, what I mean? that's like, not on coaching, but I, I still think this, okay? I, I know we get caught up in stats where you feel we have to run – over four yards of carry. If you're getting 3.8 yards of carry, 3.6 yards of carry, 3.9 yards of carry, it's under four, but you still have a threat of the run. But when you just dismiss it completely, you're going to have a problem right there because what a defense does now, oh, they don't want to run it? Cool. Pin years back. So I, I just think that it's the flow. And one thing about it, the San Francisco 49ers run the ball effectively all the time. And if they keep running it, even if they hadn't gotten it, some stuff, that is what you do great. You never want to get rid of what you do great in the best in the, the biggest moment of the year 
did, did Kansas did, did Kansas City go away from what the hell uh, they were doing all year? No, right. they went right back to it. And I want to say our condolences go out to the family I mean, that lost uh, lost uh, a family member. Between yesterday. What happened in D.C. yesterday and what happened yeah, in Kansas it's, City it's, yesterday? I mean, I think our country better get a hold on this crap because now the criminals and the bad dudes think that they have a right to just do what the hell they want because in a lot of places, no one is uh, going out and prosecuting you. Do it to the fullest. You'll stop. You'll start uh, stopping the other people who think it's okay to do something. And just go do it. Yeah, I, I mean. I, I think people come to us for a distraction from all that stuff, but it's just it, hard to be distracted when it's happening on a daily basis. At a Super Bowl parade, and then what, I mean, what happened in, in DC was abhorrent. It, it's all just awful, and, and maybe smarter people than me can figure it out. Mm-hmm. Um, here was the tweet I wanted to read. This is from Clarence Hill, Cowboys reporter. Um, I think we've had Clarence on the on the show before. Yeah, um, this is so Sean Merriman, who we both know and, and like, uh, lights out tweeted he just tweeted the update the news update i don't understand this one at all as far as steve wilkes being fired from the niners right Mm -hmm. clarence hill quote tweeted that and said he didn't touch that punt he didn't tell bosa crash on that fourth and one when he had contained he didn't get Greenlaw hurt he didn't make mccaffrey fumble he didn't miss the extra point he didn't settle for field goals on the final two drives on offense so tell me again how is it wilkes's fault um I largely agree with that. He may have, in fact, told Bosa to crash on fourth and one. But beyond that, there's, there's so much in that game. Unless, and I don't know enough, and maybe you do, be. maybe there had been problems there throughout the season or it just wasn't going great, something. But, like, if that decision is a result of the Super Bowl, it certainly seems misguided. Well, I can say this. Uh, Steve Wilkes believes in himself. We all know Kyle believes in himself. And sometimes people that are in charge that believe in themselves can't handle somebody else telling them about themselves. And when you're not the final decision maker, those things can happen. But if you watch that game, that team for the whole year, there's nothing anywhere that shows publicly that Steve Wilkes should be let go. Now, if it's behind closed doors and you don't agree with each other, but the thing about it, you agreed enough to be, what were their records? Like twelve and five or something like that. Niners were better than that. So if you agree, if you got to a record nope, like you're that, absolutely right. Twelve. If you got to a record like that. Guess what? Something is working. And what I've always said in football, in life, you're not going to totally agree with everybody you work with, but you got to learn how to deal with it. Because if if the person you're working with is better for the success of your team, I can deal with the little gripes every once in a while. But if I'm going to get somebody that's just going to listen to everything I say and it doesn't work out for the best of the team, that's going to be a major problem. So looking at them next year, we'll see. They better hope the hell they go 11 wins or higher because they may drop off. You never know. Yeah, I mean, and they've lost a ton on that coaching staff, right? The year mm-hmm. before, D'Amico Ryans gets the job in Houston. They've lost a lot of offensive coaches. Um, it's going to be interesting what happens there. It just feels like there's the pressure surrounding that organization must just be immense. It is. Now that you've lost two Super Bowls. We all think that pressure uh, builds when you're losing. When you get to the big one and you don't get over the hump, that pressure builds even more because those expectations rise. even. I I would love to be able to talk to somebody from uh, Buffalo when they went to four straight and lost them. I would want to know what was the pressure level the first one Compared to the fourth one. 
Well, <laughs> I remember, and obviously I was a kid, but I remember watching it, and I remember that the last two, when they got to the Super Bowl against the Giants, they were favored. Yeah. I think, were they favored against you guys? Do you even remember? I don't know if they were favored against us, but in our locker room they weren't. Yeah, I find it hard to believe they were, but by the time they got to the two against the Cowboys, I think they upset teams to even get to the mm-hmm. Super Bowl. I think, I, I like, I don't think people expected them to get back, and I kind of think the national expectation was they were going to get their ass kicked. But still, that doesn't change what the pressure yeah. felt like there. So let's think about it. the Giants were underdogs. So two times they got oh, there with damn. the guy. The Skins were a seven-point favorite in that Super Bowl. Yeah, and it happened. But you know what? If you listen to Buffalo and you listen to all the pundits all week, you wouldn't have, think, you wouldn't have thought that. I Listen, I but don't remember well enough. Eli, I kind of think that might have been Coach Joe in your head. No, because no, no. Because if you're it, a, a touchdown favorite. It was really their team and a lot of the, the reporters that were just talking about how high-powered their offense was. Nobody yeah. gave a damn. But the ultimate thing is. They were a touchdown favorite against the Bills. I imagine some New Yorkers made a lot of money on that Super Bowl. <laughs> um, I, I don't know. So here's what the Wilkes thing reminds me of something. And, and as we go into today's press conferences here with an offensive and a defensive coordinator. Yeah. It's a self-preservation league, baby. It is. But I just think that sometimes we got to get past it. That, and when I am asked questions about the greatest coaches, naturally, it's Coach Gibbs. Sure. With Andy Reid being a close second. But we saw an incident with Andy Reid and uh, Travis Kelsey. And I was listening to everybody around the country talk about it. Then I talked to the big man. And the big man had no issue with it at all because he he stepped and went off balance. And you can see how Wichcom goes to grab him, not to push him, went to grab him, and Andy stumbled because of the yeah, hip the replacement hip, he had. Right. And he, his, his words are, you know we deal with stuff like that all the time. We in a, in a heat of battle. But that man doesn't allow the heat of the battle situation to dictate what he does when it's not the heat of the battle. And I think ultimately when you're a coach, just like a police officer or anything else, you can't allow your little personal gripes to allow you to re- react in a certain way. You have to be the bigger person. And when a coach cannot get past that little personal thing, that's going to haunt you in the long run. 